Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Batter Podcast. I am your hostess, Katie Cupcake, and I'm going to skip all the normal stuff that I normally say. And Mr. left today, and he is now home, and he is also joining us for this episode of the podcast. And he's just going to sit there in silence, okay? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So it was our last weekend together before he left, and uh, just didn't get around to like finding topics and I kind of wanted to touch on the Super Bowl a little bit anyways and so the Super Bowl game was like the 49ers had it and then Kansas City just kind of like okay GG you made a comeback in the overtime which is I guess what they needed to do I don't really care either way uh, neither does Mister. He doesn't really watch football. Um, neither of us do, but I always make it a point to watch the Super Bowl because I usually enjoy the halftime shows, and I like to kind of watch the end of the Super Bowl to see where it ends. So I'm not like completely oblivious, but on the like regular side of things, I'm just like, okay, whatever. Um. Mr. says he doesn't like football, but he was calling the flags as they were out like a normal man, so I was very shocked. <laughs> I know the rules, I just don't enjoy it. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just funny when you're like, I don't like football, I don't want it, it's not the sport that I enjoy watching, and then we're watching it with my dad on the couch, cuddling the dog, and he was just like, pass interference, holding, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> where did this come from all of a sudden? When I saw the horse collar, you should have seen the look you gave me. Say the what? The horse collar penalty. Oh, I mean... When yeah. I called that, you should have seen the look on your face. Talking about penalties, the dude who just decided to friggin' smack him, like, after grabbing him, like, <laughs> bro. I expected that more later in the game. Yeah. Um... I kind of had a feeling that it was going to be a close game, like it was. Mister thought it was going to be a blowout. I don't remember what side you thought was going to be the blowout, though. I thought it was Kansas City. Oh, you thought, thought Chiefs had it all the way. Yeah. Yeah. So my work did a, a little raffle thing. I don't know if it was per question or if you got all four questions right, which I don't think anybody did. Um, it was like, who scored first? What color is Taylor Swift going to be wearing? If McCaffrey was going to get a 50-yard rush, and then I still can't remember what the fourth question was. I was off. Yes, well, I had to take yesterday off because I had a flare-up of my adenomyosis, and it was causing a little bit more joint pain with my fibromyalgia. So I was just like, I'm not going to sit here at the desk all day, especially because it was like my last full day with Mister. So I was just like, you know what? Screw this. And I had already taken today off because I was supposed to see my doctor and um, lo and behold, we were supposed to get this big nor'easter, which is like a huge blizzard, what the northeast calls it because it's a specific type of blizzard. And yeah, we ended up getting a dusting. It didn't turn out to anything. So my doctor's appointment was canceled because they expected we were going to get six to eight inches in like a short amount of time. So they didn't want to like have people going out and about. It was supposed to be basically throughout the day. And we got nothing, so I was just like, okay. He went home on the train, and I took a nap, and then I, or yes, I took a nap after he left, and then I woke up and took my car for an oil change, and then took another nap. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, After I had read some chapters of the book I'm currently reading, it's a weird series. I haven't really told Mister much about it, but it's called Carve the Mark, and I don't know. I'm like. just 120 pages in so far so you're kind of getting to the good stuff now past all of the explanatory things because it's definitely not your normal series that you would read it's about planets and people cohabitating on planets but there's different I guess you'll call them tribes and some of them don't get along they're enemies and they all uh, it's basically about fates and every person is destined to have a fate and you learn it at some point in time because there's oracles and that's why it's called carve the mark because one of the tribes believes in marking their arms with their kills and that's where that derives from so that's basically the synopsis of the general idea of things I don't want to like go into the nitty-gritty but 
read some of that and then I was just like, I'm not feeling great still. So I went and took a nap, woke up at like five and he was getting settled in at home and getting everything up and fought with his computer for about two and a half hours, I believe. Yeah, about that. And finally got to everything to start behaving. And now we are here. We're behaving enough. Enough that we can talk in a call and record. And uh, I'll most likely do a short stream after we finish um, talking. So this episode goes live tomorrow, kind of under the wire again. I'm trying to be better about getting these things kind of I don't want to say pre-recorded because obviously they're all pre-recorded but I mean like I don't want them so far in advance that the topics aren't relatable or relevant but I also don't want it to be like under the wire but things just happened the last couple of weeks since vacation so you know we're getting them out and that's really all that matters at the end of the day um, obviously we'll get better at, or I'll get better at it, hopefully, but either way. Um, so speaking of the Super Bowl, congrats, Kansas City. I guess this was their second year in a row winning a Super Bowl, I believe. So good for them. I don't really care either way. They, 49ers hit, um, they didn't get the... God, I can't even think. They punted a kick and got three points, whereas Chiefs were able to get a touchdown, which they shouldn't have been able to. They punted a kick for three points. They kicked a field goal. Whatever. I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> think. Like, I knew what I wanted to say, but it wouldn't come out. So I was just like, you know what? We're just going to go with the words that are in my brain right now. <sighs> but I don't, like, they kind of threw it at the end. Like, the Chiefs shouldn't have been able... Like, they didn't focus enough on Kelsey. They yeah. kept zoning, and they shouldn't have zoned. And I guess, realistically, um, Purdy didn't... I was reading more up about it um, on in response to the game. Purdy didn't really know the rules of overtime. He didn't, like, review them or anything. Whereas the Chiefs have been practicing and going over it... Mahomes specifically said that they were going over it every week what the playoff overtime rules were, the Super Bowl rules, like every week up to the Super Bowl. So I would say that they definitely planned better than the 49ers did in that aspect because obviously if you don't know the rules, you're just kind of going to be winging it a little bit more than you probably should be as like captain of your team. <laughs> That's what quarterbacks are. Anyways, um, going into, I have to bring up my notes because this isn't like a link or anything. Going into my notes, so Post Malone opened, and at this point, me, Zach, and Katie, my friend that um, lives across the street from me, were playing New Phone Who Dis. It's a new card game that we got it's similar to Cards Against Humanity, but we were we were enjoying it more than we enjoyed Cards Against Humanity. And Post Malone opened and Katie was losing her shit. She's like, what the fuck is happening? What the <laughs> fuck is happening? And I was just laughing because I was just like, I didn't know, like, I wasn't laughing because of the performance. I was laughing because A, I didn't know Post Malone could actually sing, sing like he was. And B, like his get up, like he was all countryed out. And he just... He he had like a, a country jacket and like his strap for his guitar was country, but then like he opened his mouth when he was singing and he still had his gross. So it was just it was just <laughs> like a weird the weird dichotomy of things, I guess. It was just like who you know Post Malone is as the overall star and not like who he is as a, like a an artist because I don't really listen to him. So. It was just like, that was wild. But he did a really good job. Um, I enjoyed his voice. And I don't think Mr. Really had much to, much of a feeling of it either way. Yeah, it was just another performance for me. But he doesn't normally watch the Super Bowl performances. So that's like, 
No, this was the first halftime show I watched. Which is crazy to me, because, like, if nothing else, I'm going to watch it, you know? <laughs> but then we jump into the commercials. Like I said, the gameplay was pretty, like, I'm not a, a sports channel. I'm not going to get into all of, all of the shit. Um, we watched the game, the full game much to my surprise. Uh, I originally was planning on coming upstairs and I was like, then this commercial started playing and I was like, you know what, some of these are pretty funny to talk about on the podcast and then like as we were watching, I was like, okay, well I gotta watch the halftime show because it's Usher. Mr. doesn't know any of his songs. I was sitting there like singing and <laughs> dancing on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it, but we'll get to that in a minute. Leading up to that was the the Deadpool movie. I loved the trailer for it. And uh after I oh that commercial aired, Hugh Jackman had posted on Facebook and said, "Here I fixed it because it's called Deadpool and Ro- Wolverine." And he <laughs> or sorry, Wolverine and Deadpool, and he like posted a new thing that said Wolverine and asshole. And I thought that was hysterical, and it was just really well-timed, because I normally don't get things like that on my Facebook pretty quickly, because I don't go on it every day. And so just for that to have popped into my feed was pretty funny. Um, (laughs) And, yeah, I'm excited to see the movie. Um, I can't really remember if I watched the second Deadpool movie. I'm really behind on my... Marvel movies as a whole uh, so it's something that I would eventually like to like redo I think that would be something that we could do for movie night too after we clear some of the lists that we're currently working on is to like do the chronological order of the Marvel movies like obviously not in one day or one you know it's gonna take a while but that's like a long while <clears throat> I think it would be like on days that because we we haven't even been watching movies recently we've just been watching Supernatural which surprise surprise somebody is enjoying <laughs> and hates how much he is Dean <laughs> it is really funny because Mr. will be responding to something that like Sam says to Dean in the show and Dean will either reply the same exact way or very similarly and he's never seen the show so it's just like <laughs> this is funny and I'm definitely more Sam and yeah so the next one is Chris Pratt Pringles Pringle mustache I thought it was pretty funny what were your thoughts on that one it was just a goofy little commercial but it got the point across yeah I just thought like a I don't know how I feel about him with that particular type of mustache oh that's great on him um to be fair, but like, if he, him. yeah, I mean, if he had, like, done something like that for the Mario movie, or just, like, for himself, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? But for the commercial, obviously, it made sense, and it was really funny. The next commercial was the M&M's commercial, <laughs> which Scarlett Johansson get in, um, oh, the- <laughs> roasted for getting snubbed on to Oscars. I think that's really funny in a good way of, like, her... Like, obviously, she's bummed that she didn't get an Oscar, right? But she still is, I want to say humble, because I don't really know if that's the right word. But she's still, like, down-to-earth enough to, like, make fun of it, you know? Because, obviously, she had a say in it. Like, she's not just going to show up for a commercial and let them bash her for no reason. Oh, like, yeah. You know. Uh, I did think it was really funny. It kind of came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting that to be what was said in the commercial. Mm-hmm. And you definitely got a good chuckle out of it. And <laughs> the next one was Michael, Sarah, and <laughs> Sarah V. <laughs> it was oh, God. Stupid. It was a stupid joke. <laughs> and I don't know how I feel about him with facial hair either. I mean, it's um, really weird. Like, I get it because he's always been known as, like, the baby face type of... Which would have made more sense for a skincare commercial for him not to have the facial hair, if you think about it. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. He he still looks the 
like somehow he still looks the same with the facial hair it just still doesn't look right and not because he looks like a teenager trying to look grown it just I don't know like for him the baby face thing just kind of worked on it like worked for him but yeah it even it even looks kind of fake like the way it's grown in yeah it's really dark and he's always been like really blonde but his heart hair on his head's darker too i don't know it was funny it was a funny little thing like sarah for sarah v v i don't remember how to say the second part of the word Uh, potato potato even though my sister uses it but you know it's whatever um the star commercial with the mascots they creep me out the little lemon and limes wearing like the lime had a lemon costume and the lemon had a lime costume and it was just weird but i've still yet to have starry since it's become starry well here's the thing is that they're shitting all over sierra mist they're like "Mm, it's better and stuff like that i'm like is it though like did you did you actually change the formula because i haven't tried it i haven't had sierra mist in a long time so i'm not even sure i could remember what the original tasted like since it's gone but i'm just like I feel like they're overselling the fact that they basically renamed something that they already had. And like, oh, it's better. I'm like, is it? <laughs> like, the only way for somebody to know if it's better or if it's worth buying is to buy it. And just like the commercials aren't doing anything for me in that regard, <clears throat> other than creeping me out. Right. <laughs> um. Uh, oh, Christopher Walken. <laughs> oh, God. That commercial was funny, too. It was just a bunch it of people was. impersonating him for a car commercial, which was really weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, it, it's Christopher Walken. But, Pretty much all he's known for is his voice and the way he speaks. Yes. I would say that that was, like, the only car commercial I really feel that put effort in. All the other commercials we saw were just like, like, I don't remember them. You know what I mean? Like, that one was at least memorable. And, oh, yes, Arnold and Danny DeVito are now in State Farm commercials. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> and Arnold not being able to say neighbor was hilarious. It's neighbor, neighbor. Neighbor, that's what, yeah, neighbor. and then they brought in danny at the end of like the main commercial because we saw that in like two different iterations once the main one aired towards the i think that was in the second half of the game where we saw like the other iterations of it they were shorter yeah and danny wasn't involved in those ones it was just different aspects of the arnold portion of the commercial but it was just really funny when danny came in and Arnold started talking, and Danny took over, and he's like, neighbor, State Farm is there. (laughs) And seeing those two next to each other was also kind of funny, because, like, Arnold is this tall, muscular, like, tan man, and Danny's a shorter, like, paler man. And (laughs) it was just, like, really, in the red, did nothing for either of them. Yeah. Um, the nerds commercial, the clusters, I was like, what is happening when the big jelly thing was on the stage, like, dancing, and then the nerds started, like, (laughs) what movie is that from? Oh, Oh, my God. (sighs) I don't remember. Hold on, let me do a quick Google. I should be able to, uh, It's on the tip of my tongue. I just can't. Flashdance. There you go. You did it. And when they're on the stage and they pull the cord and water in the original yeah. thing, water pours on you. But the the nerd jelly is on, you know, bends down and the nerd clusters fall down and attach. And I thought it was it was cute. It was kind of bringing like the new in with the old because Flashdance is what it was an '80s movies, '80s movie. And obviously, nerds are still thing, and kids eat them and things. So it's kind of like integrating older people. Will be like, oh hey, let me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna work in the way that they thought, but you know, either way, they did that in a really funny and tasteful way. Like it wasn't a weird commercial. It was funny. Yeah. 
Plus-ups are good. <laughs> he loves them. I don't think I've ever had. I've only had regular box nerds. I don't think I've tried anything else. But you're the more of the candy person than I am. Yes. Very much candy. Uh, next one. Oh, the chill train with uh, LL Cool J for cores. That was... I don't know. That was okay. It it kept my attention to watch it, but it wasn't like as good as because the next one was Ben Affleck and J Lo and Matt Damon uh, in the Duncan commercial, and it was really funny. <laughs> like yeah, my dad even laughed at that one. He doesn't usually pay any mind to commercials because he doesn't like them for one. He usually flicks and goes to a different channel, which we had to do enough of because we kept having to switch what channel we were streaming uh the game too it was a little annoying but it was really funny when tom brady was in it too and she kicked ben and ben obviously took a matt damon with him because they're best friends and she's like tom you can stay <laughs> it was stupid but it was good like it 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 was really good um i thought the TurboTax commercials were stupid it didn't really I don't know, for me it just was whatever. I forget what CrowdStrike was. Let me Google that really fast. CrowdStrike. Don't remember. Oh. It's a stop breaches drive business. Let me see really fast. Oh yeah, it was. She was dressed as a, a cowboy, and she left the saloon, and she stopped all of the robots from coming out, and they ran oh, away right. naked. That was that, that one. Was I thought that one. was funny. It didn't obviously it didn't stay with me as much as I had originally thought, because I literally just wrote like the commercials with little tidbit notes so that I could expand on it on the episode, but I didn't write like lengthy notes while watching it, mm. um, because it started when we were playing the game. And I was trying to be fast because we were playing a game. And I didn't want to be in my phone the whole time, but it, I still wanted to have notes for the podcast. <clears throat> so I took notes on the ones that struck a chord with me, so to speak. The next one was a Google Pixel 8 commercial. I love the accessibility that they're integrating into the phones. Basically, if you're taking a picture and you're a vision-impaired person, whether that be fully blind or some sort of vision loss issue, Basically, it will voice over and tell you if you're in frame or not, which is huge because, you know, if you're not fully blind, I'm, I'm sure, you know, even if you're blind, you still want to have memories so that you can show, like, family members in the future or whatever, like, something that you did, you know, because it's basically how we store our memories now and everyone's like, oh, you don't want to put your nose in the phone and you don't want to lose all the moments and you want to be in the moment. And it's like, yeah, but dementia and all these different forms of dementia and Alzheimer's, like, they exist, right? And to have these pictures for other family members to look upon if you end up losing your memory, I think it's it's nice. Like, obviously, you should still live in the moment, but we should also be able to respect the fact of why people are taking photos. Whether they have, like, a terminal illness and they may not be around for a while and they want their family members to be able to have this because when you grieve someone, it's hard to, you want that tangible thing and to have things like that, it just makes sense. So I'm glad that we are finally integrating more accessibility options into cell phones because as much as boomers hate to say it, we all live by a, our cell phones, like... It's just, it's just how it is at this point. And they exist for a reason. <laughs> yep. What was the Spectrum commercial? Spectrum was an internet commercial. I just don't remember what it was. I'm looking it up now. Oh, oh, the mom left for the day and the, the dad put holes oh, in the right. house for the internet because he was like, oh, I was doing research and reasons why our internet isn't working because walls get in the way of it. And you just, 
there was a huge hole in the living room and then the son comes in and he has a sledgehammer and I thought that was funny because I feel like that might be an ex extreme example but um when moms leave they're always worried that something like that is going to happen so it's kind of funny <laughs> uh oh the judge beauty <laughs> that was hysterical <laughs> It was basically like, so the two people that were against each other in court with Judge Judy are on the show Suits, which I've not watched because I know the woman that is in there as uh, Captain Tommy from 911 Lone Star. But that prompted me to do a little more of a dive because I love that show. And apparently we're not getting another season until sometime in 2025. So Ooh. it makes sense why she's like more on another show because the other show has taken a bit of a break not even a bit of a break an extreme amount of break but that was really funny and I, I that that was a unique turn on commercials that I wasn't expecting the Etsy France commercial to follow that up was also hysterical with like sending gifts and um, they're like well what is France like they like cheese. Cheese. <laughs> and you laughed at that one a lot. Yeah. Because you're like, it was my, it was my kind of, it was my kind of comedy. Yeah. No, it was good. It was well done with all the different like countries trying to have peace and send gifts to each other and like, but what does France like? Cheese. <laughs> Fromage. Would have been my answer. <laughs> um. And then that brings us to the halftime show where Usher performed. He brought Alicia Keys out, Jermaine Dupri, Little Win uh Little John. I almost said Little Wayne for some reason. Um, Little John, who else was there? Beyonce, I think, came out, right? For the halftime show? I don't know. Let me let me look this up. For wait, for, to Beyonce coming out for what? What were we talking hold about? On, hold on, this halftime show. Beyonce wasn't there. She she had a commercial. That's right. She had a commercial. Yeah. Super Bowl twenty twenty four. It was um. Oh, Will I Am, her, uh, her because he's not really familiar with people, um, he doesn't listen to that type of music. Her was the one with the guitar who did the oh, guitar okay. solo. So Jabrine Dupree. Bleh, let me try that again. Usher who? and then Jermaine Dupree, Will I Am, her, Alicia Keys, Little John, and Ludacris. Yes, I knew Ludacris. <laughs> He's kind of hard not to know when he comes out with his big fro. <laughs> and they did such a good job. It was just another show to Zach because he doesn't listen to that type of music. But I really think that they did a really good job of integrating the surprise guests in a fun way where there were some people who had predictions that, you know, surprise guests were going to be a thing. And I literally before... Uh, Jermaine Dupri got on stage after Usher did like one song I was like oh man I miss the days when they did surprise guests and then we got bam 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 of surprise guests and um Alicia Keys oh she's so beautiful and her voice is stunning and the fact that she just gets up there and owns her shit and doesn't wear makeup because she's been on this very natural journey for quite some time now and she's just beautiful. Her skin is flawless. And she doesn't need makeup. But usually, like, for performances like that, people would. And she's just standing by her testament of not... She doesn't feel like she needs makeup. She just she doesn't wear it. And she's not against people who do want to wear it because they want to wear it. But she just doesn't believe in the beauty standard of needing to have it. She believe, um, You know, skincare comes first. And that's something that we all need to be more mindful of is taking care of our skin because that makes us age more than we want to. Like I got carded at almost 34. <laughs> Woo. I was very surprised. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> He's like, yeah, can I see your ID? And I was like, whoa. I, I it's been like two years or so since I got carded, but still like in my almost mid thirties, <laughs> getting carded is crazy. <laughs> Um, 
what were your thoughts on the Super Bowl show for like was it entertaining enough for you not being interested in that music or knowing the music yeah it was a good show I enjoyed it like it wasn't too over the top for somebody who doesn't listen to it but at the same time it was enough to keep me from just like walking away and when he came back out on stage on a, in his rollerblades and his costume, oh he like, changed so fast. Wow, he changed. I was like, they have to. I, I thought like, the rollerblades. The fact he did it that fast. Yeah, true. The rollerblades were a nice touch because, yeah. like, I knew Usher was still in great shape, right? But the fact that he was out there performing and doing all these things while still actively singing, like he was still singing, and you could tell that he wasn't lip syncing. Um. And he was doing all these things, like, it's just, it's just crazy, like, Pink does the crazy shows, too, and it's just nice when they show, like, the more athleticism side of, like, performing, because people give a lot of shit for performance, because you're just up there singing, it's like, yeah, you're under hot lights, you're moving around constantly on stage, like, you're not stopping, if you do stop, it's to go, like, run off stage for whatever, uh, maybe a, a pee break, or, you know, water, something, but when you're you're on your showtime, like you're that's all you're doing, and I I don't know it was a really good show, and like I don't know everybody talks shit, like for people who don't like the music, it's like they perform for free. <laughs> it's just like to be able to be able to perform for the Super Bowl, nobody has been paid for it, and to in spite of that, they still put on a really good show. <laughs> Uh, then we had the Hey Arnold Paramount Plus commercial that was hysterical with the... It's such a weird commercial. With the Peppa Pig ending, we lost oh it. Oh my god. That was, like, to to play on all the shows that they're adding to Paramount Plus and to do little snippets of each of these characters in a funny way... It kind of, like, really, like, makes you think. And Pluto TV and Zeem, they're also streaming services. They also had funny commercials. Uh, speaking of Beyonce, her commercial was really funny because she was trying to break the internet again because of 5G. And it was just, like, she just kept doing, like, thing after thing after thing after thing. And it was just, it was a funny side of things. I thought the Skechers commercial was weird. <laughs> like, you don't spell Skechers with a T. It's just like, who would... Like, if you've heard of Skechers, you know it's never spelled with a T. Who wants to spell Skechers with a T? I don't know. It, I, apparently, that's a thing that happened, but it just it was just weird for me. The yeah, Uber just a weird commercial all around. The Uber Eats commercial was just weird. I'm trying to remember it, so hold on. It was second. everybody forgetting things because they forgot Uber could do, like, Uber Eats could do. Oh, yeah, and the big thing things. was um Jennifer Aniston and J David Swimmer, and she doesn't remember him. And he's right. like, we worked together for 10 years. She's like, I think I would remember 10 years of my life, and there was other people who did that. That was just, like, weird. It was kind of funny, but it was just like, okay. Uh, To follow that up. I'm going to skip a, a little bit, but um, DoorDash did this, like, really long code thing for, like, they were just, <laughs> it was just words, and I was like, shut up. Like, Literally her notes for it. I'm looking at her <laughs> notes, and it's just DoorDash, shut up. I was annoyed. I was like, okay, this needs to end. Like, I get it. If it was shorter bit, maybe, because it was playing on, like, promo codes and stuff like that. But I was just like, come on, man. You, you couldn't do better than that for the Super Bowl? And the Bud what Light. Was the thing you're talking about after they did their job. I mean, not really. I'm talking about it a little bit, but I'm not like everybody go hit up DoorDash, you know. Although DoorDash, you can hit me up for a sponsorship. <laughs> we do use you. I just think you could have giant long code. I just think you could have Katie Cupcake. Duh. No, I just think they could have done a better job of making it better for the Super Bowl? I don't know, because, like, this is what people, like, if you're not a sports person, like, say you're in a relationship and the person is really into football, but you're not, but you're watching it with them, eating food, having a good time, having people over, whatever, and, you know, you're, you watch the commercials and you watch for the halftime show, because that's something that's, you know, interesting, and, I don't know, it's just...
I just feel like they could have done better. Following that up, the Hivey commercial where Mahomes and then Kelsey introduce themselves and then we get hit with the Hivey meat. Oh my god, that was so funny. I don't know why. That took us both out. Like, I didn't know what Hive was, so there, I didn't know. Like, I thought it was just doing one of those, like, promos where they introduce the main players of a team. And I thought it was going to switch over to, like, the Niners or something and introduce their quarterback and tight end and, you know, whatever. <laughs> but then we just get a fucking a random dude cutting speak. meat, and I'm like, huh? <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> it was it was well done. Uh, I haven't I don't know like where Hivey is if it's even relatable to either of us where we live, but you know, well done. You made us laugh. And then the South Dakota commercial really sent you too with the story of a city. <laughs> <laughs> like what a weird way for them to come back. <laughs> I don't know. I think they did a really good job changing the song up to like talk about South Dakota and like why you would go there because I guess nobody knows what else you would go to South Dakota for other than Mount Rushmore and they're like, oh, you could do this and this and it was integrated in the story of the year song. <laughs> uh Oh my god, the T-Mobile. I think you walked away at this commercial. I don't think you saw the full thing. I don't remember if you were getting a snack, a drink, or went to the bathroom. But this was the one with Jason Momoa. Oh, no, I was going into the bathroom. Yeah, so Jason Momoa was in it, and Zach Braff, and... Oh, God, what's his name? Uh... What is his name? Oh, yeah, Donald Faison? Faison? I don't know how to say his last name. I'm so sorry. Um, they were together in Scrubs. They were like oh. doing the commercial with Jason Momoa and then they start singing and it was just like, what is happening? <laughs> it was great. Uh, so that was it for the commercials. The ending thought was GG to the Chiefs because you threw most of the game but you made a comeback, which I guess is what you want in a big game like the Super Bowl. You want to win it, so good for them. And football season is over, and now we're gearing up for cheer season with a recruits invitational, so says Tyler on Twitter. <laughs> Woo. Well, he says, um, he said, football season is over, cheer season is here, and then I said something about the invitational, because that is coming up, starting in March, March 1st. Um, so, to get into some food things, quite a few food things have come up this week so there is a new collab with oreos called Ooh. the best little secret snack i they're muffins oreo and chips ahoy muffins now i looked for these when we went to walmart i didn't see them i don't know if they're not out yet i probably should have read that but i was just like while we're here i might as well look um let me see yeah they're they're out now Walmart, Costco, and Safeway, and BJ's. Hmm. We'll have to look for them again, or if my dad goes to the store, I'll be like, hey, see if you have them, because I want to try them. Speaking of a follow-up from, I believe it was last week we touched on the Space Oreos. We did yeah, buy them. We haven't <laughs> tried them yet. Hopefully he's able to come back for my birthday, and we can do that during the subathon that we're doing. Yes. Um, but we did buy them because I saw them and I was like, so he thought that I had forgotten about them. He hoped anyways. Oh, I had forgotten about them. And then I kind of forgot about them. And I would have had we not walked past an end cap. Well, technically it was a, a display in the middle of the floor, but it wasn't all of those Oreos. It was like a mix. And I was like, oh, we have to get them. And he's like, do we, do we have to? And I was like, yeah. So I don't, and I'm the one who's least excited to try them because he at least likes the popping candy. I don't. I just don't think the cream's going to be good. Well, that's the thing is that there's no real flavor profile for the cream. So I'm wondering if it's just the same. So it's going to be out of this world. No, I think it's just colored. <gasps> I think it's colored out of this world. I think it's going to oh, taste I don't think so. like normal icing and it's just going to be food dye. 
I, I don't know. The cream. Super with sweet, like that the fruitiness. popping candy thrown in. We'll find yeah. out. We also got a couple of new cereals to try because they had Kit Kat cereal. Oh, God. What else did we buy? I got the Oreo O's. He had the Oreo O's. Oh, he went home oh. with the Oreo O's. Yeah, I took them home with me. They're mine. Um, we didn't get the loaded cereal. No. I'm going to have to bust up my receipt because I don't remember and they're in the basement. So they're not we got it. Because we got a couple of different we, ones. Let's we got the see. Oreo O's, the Kit Chips Kat Ahoy, cereal. and the Kit Kat cereal. Oh yeah, the Chips Ahoy cereal. That's right. And then my normal Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal. Speaking of, I've told you guys this before. This scam... Right, so you're gonna pay $68 for a one pound box, which is either the family size or the mega size, and there's some ounces thrown in for like a name brand cereal. I won't throw the name brands out there. I got a one pound box of great value cereal for $2.34 or something like that, roughly around that. So you're gonna pay triple basically for name brand when. The, the cheaper stuff is better. And if you have kids who are like, no, I want the name brand cereal, and you're just a parent that needs, like, easy cereals, get a box. Once the box is done, just keep freaking filling it with the cheap shit because you're saving yourself a lot of money. Because yep. I wanted us to try the loaded cereal, too. But it was $7 for a box of cereal. If we don't like it, it's going in the trash, and that's a waste of money. Mm -hmm. And... It, it, I was just like, I went over it and I showed him because I was like, look at this shit. And I was like, this is a one pound box. Yeah. Look, the mega size of name brand cereal is the same amount of weightage you're getting as the store brand and you're paying almost triple. <laughs> just like shy of like 20 cents, I think, of triple. That's crazy. Triple. That's crazy. Anyways. Next is Wendy's. We have two things to talk about for Wendy's. One, I didn't know it was a thing. And I asked him earlier because I was going through it because uh, he had wanted to know what the new flavor was because I saw something earlier in the day about Wendy's new Frosty flavor. And I put that in my notes because I wanted to follow up with it. Because I was in the middle of doing something and I couldn't do the investigative work at that time. What I found was also... But Wendy's is bringing, well, brought back the Vanilla Frosty last month, and I never knew they got rid of it. <laughs> yeah, I've never been a Frosty person. I mean, to be fair, I never really got the Vanillas. Vanilla? Hello, Vanilla? Is my Massachusetts wow. coming out. Uh, the Vanilla Frosty a lot. I always got chocolate, but the vanilla was good. It's just like the chocolate just had that more depth. It wasn't too chocolatey. It's nice. It's really good to dip your... I mean, both are good to dip your nuggies and your fries in, but... I never dip the nuggets. I always dip the fries, though. Mm, nuggets are good, too. Uh, but apparently, the Vanilla Frosty is back. So, you know, hmm. they it gave her a, a vacation, and now she is back for... I, I don't want to say permanently, because they got for rid now. of it before, but, you know, it's back. To follow that up, Wendy's is also doing a new spring flavor. So Frosty has been recently um, adding, you know, pumpkin spice, strawberry to peppermint, etc. Um, on the expansion of flavors. And for this spring, we are now getting orange creamsicle, which is more of a summer flavor in my yeah. mind. But it's kind of like preparing you for summer. Yeah. I I wasn't really sure how he was going to feel about it. I probably I'll try to try it, but like I can't promise because we still have to try Wendy's breakfast and something else. Oh, the Oreos. So you try the Oreos and I took <laughs> when I was packing them up this morning and taking them out of the box for him to go home with. I took one and I was like, "Yeah, they're good." Yeah, um, they taste the same way they used to. Like they didn't change if you've had them in the past. Yeah, yes they do because I had them in the past. And I wasn't really sure because he's weird about flavors like that. Well, my my issue with like orange creamsicle is unless you're having like a like an ice pop, that's a dream like that's a creamsicle. Mm -hmm. The flavor profile is too artificial, so it makes it too sweet. 
Oh, and so as a sweets person, he doesn't really like to artificially sweet things. So. Right. So, like, I've had energy drinks that taste like orange creamsicles, and they're just way too sweet. So I don't, I just don't drink that. I've had, like, sodas that are flavored that way aren't too bad. Because they're never, they're not, like, overly sweet. Like, they're still soda. Which we, I don't, you haven't tried it yet. We'll have to, it's on the list for us to try is, uh, Freshen Up has the orange creamsicle hydration flavor. (laughs) What's that that one called? I believe it's called orange cream. Is it? Okay. Yeah, because remember I had to reach out to Jordan to ask about, so they just recently changed the formula and I had to be sure that I could have it. Hmm? Is that out now? Eichenberg got it a while ago. Okay. I just want to check because I haven't, I haven't been on the website in a while. Um, what was I going to say? You reached out about the formula change? Yeah. So I found a new favorite. I still love Cherry Blossom, but I have been addicted to drinking Samurai Spirit, which is their apple mango flavor. And I love apple like flavored anything. Um, as you guys know, before I started drinking Freshen Up, I was drinking Celsius a lot, and my favorite apple, uh, my favorite flavor was Fuji Apple and Pear, and so I missed that apple flavoring, and then I found and tried the Samurai Spirit, and I loved it, but it was originally an orange color, and when I got my new one, my new tub, and I didn't pay attention to when I was ordering it, I'm sure they updated the site or something, I'm just oblivious and I'm just like I order things and I got it and I opened it and I had already run out of the other one so I couldn't compare like the smells and everything so I had to reach out to one you know the owner Jordan and be like hey like um you don't uh it doesn't have raspberry in it right because the color changed so I wanted to make sure they didn't tweak any of the ingredients in it and they basically just took out the orange to save it for their orange cream flavor and to be used for the Fuji apple and mango flavor which is Samurai Spirit which is inspired by one of their creators uh, Katana and uh, I'm trying to see if they did not it doesn't say anything about the color, to be fair. No. So, which, I mean, it means that they didn't need to update it because they didn't change anything, but I reached out and asked, and they're like, yeah, we just changed it for the orange cream flavor. Um, which makes sense. Which totally makes sense because they use, that macro soon. they use the healthy stuff, like everything is really thought of to be put into their drinks as ingredients and so I was just like okay I just wanted to make sure it's like nope yeah. you're totally okay there's nothing used I'm just like okay perfect and yeah orange cream is out it's a hydration flavor only yeah. which means that it's not an energy flavor but I got I won a mango tub a while ago in the giveaways and yeah I'm gonna try that in a bit I gave it to Mister along with the Mary Cranberry and Santa's cookies because yes, I got two of both of those so I'm never gonna run out of that I'll be I'll have enough for next Christmas so I won't have to order more something <laughs> in the Mary Cranberry made me flare up with my allergies so I gave it to him to drink which is yeah, one so benefit of being in a long distance relationship is that he's able to drink the things that I'm allergic to when he's not near me like the uh, raspberry drinks he loves yeah. like he had the cranberry oh, today <laughs> so um, he can now agree with everybody and also promote it as a good tasting flavor because he yeah. has tried it which is the raspberry lemonade yes it was good. The other thing I'm curious about with them now, too, is what's the original flavor? So they talked about it in last stream. It's a play off of one of their creator flavors, but it's okay. never going to come to tub because of the ingredients used in it. So they they 
mimic how cans and tubs are made to so that they taste the same obviously the carbon they're lightly carbonated so it's slightly right. you know yeah, different they, but for whatever not, reason okay. they're not able to make a tub version of the original flavor for whatever the ingredients they're yeah. using in it and so i forget okay. specifically what they said it tasted okay. like but i can reach out and ask no i'll have one of my own just figure oh, it out. Oh, you got curious. some. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was in my 12 pack. I the feel pack was, like um, it's like a fruity, like a light fruity taste. Yeah. The the, uh, the flavors I got was Electric Creed Berry, uh, Freedom Berry, uh, Original. Orange. Oh, Tangy. The Tangy, yeah, tangy explosion. Yeah. And Original. And I looked at it and I was like, I was like, What's original? <laughs> you got a case, so was that 12, 4 of each? Yeah, I got 4 of each flavor. Oh, got 3 of each flavor. Yeah, sorry, 3 of each, yeah. Sorry, 3 of each one. That's a good variety to try, because then you can, like, if you end up yeah. liking it, you can just get a case of one of the flavors, or... Right, and if I don't end up liking one, I don't, I don't have a whole tub to mm -hmm. try and figure out what I'm doing with. I can give somebody a can. Yeah, so that's why we recommend because they do four packs of them as well. So if you're interested in a flavor, yeah. any more so for cans over tubs, then there's mm -hmm. your chance. I prefer tubs because, well, I used to drink a, lo a lot more, so the tubs just made more sense financially. <laughs> but it depends on the day for me. If I'm feeling um, lazy and I'm like making a drink, I'll just grab a, I'll just grab a can. Yeah, usually when I'm going downstairs to get something to eat or make a snack or let the dog out or something, it's just I just go in the cabinet and make it while the dog's doing his business or while something's in the microwave or whatever. So that was never a big deal to me. I haven't really been drinking a lot. Like, I've been drinking half of a shaker, the small shakers. Yeah. If I could get a water cooler in my room, I would make a lot more because I just don't feel like going all the way downstairs mm -hmm. to go into the kitchen to get water. To come back upstairs and then make my drink. Yeah, that's fair. Like I, I would, if I had a cooler in my room, I could just like walk over to the other side of my room, fill up my shaker, throw the powder in, and then make it. Instead of just having a few cans up in my room next to like where I'm playing something, I can just grab a can and crack it and have it ready. Like if they right. make canned hydration, it'd be all over. <laughs> I'm sure they're working on it because hydration is is big for because they have a lot of people that are caffeine sensitive or them they just don't like caffeinated drinks or whatever and the hydration is good because it's hydrating and it also lets you try fun flavors that are also an energy blend some of them right. not all of them like intermingle like that but it's enough of a go between so like if i stop drinking caffeine which is not going to happen i've just cut back a lot which mm -hmm. i will think freshen up because they give me enough to get me through what i need to get through you know drinking half of a shaker cup which is half of a scoop which is like what 50 milligrams of caffeine maybe at yeah. this point i We're was going... drinking yes. 400 to 500 between Same. g fuel and celsius and monsters whatever it was same for for him too or gamer subs like we tried a bunch of things and you know <clears throat> now we're pretty set on i drink some coffee sometimes like i had a coffee tonight but for the most part like my energy side of things comes from freshen up and i am so glad i made the change because i was skeptical at first because like G fuel was working for me, but I like wanted to try new flavors. You know what I mean? And G fuel does not do a good job. Same thing with gamer subs; they don't really tell you what the flavor is, so you kind of have to like do research on it. And they're not as upfront about their ingredients, so then I have to worry about my allergies playing a part in it. And it was just kind of like, okay, well, I was drinking one flavor, basically, and I would mix it with another flavor, and I just wanted to expand. And now I have freshened up, and I tried Mary Cranberry and Santa's Cookies, both of which I can't have, but, you know, it was nice to try them. <laughs> uh, we tried the War Cherry. I fell in love with the War Cherry. I love the Cherry Blossom, and now I've been stuck on Samurai Spirit, because, like, that's just my 
ADHD-tism things, you know, I hyperfixate on something for a while until I want to try something new. Um, but speaking of new flavors, Coca-Cola is releasing their first new permanent flavor in years, aimed towards a younger audience. I don't know why it, it's aimed towards a younger audience. I don't know what the formula has to do with aiming towards younger people, but whatever. It's Coca-Cola Spiced. <laughs> and let's see here. Does it give us any information? A unique alchemy of our iconic cola, raspberry and spice flavors. Oh, so I can't even try it. Son of a bitch. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird flavor choice to me. It just sounds really weird. I don't, like, what spices? Because... Spice. Like, what spices go well with raspberry? You I know what know. I mean? Like, it's cherry coke and then, like, cinnamon. So is it raspberry coke with cinnamon like i don't know just raspberry is just a weird choice i love raspberry i am sad that i can't have raspberry i could possibly possibly ingest it but with how my face reacts to it when i'm just near it i get like a severe face flare up and my face breaks out in little little hives I guess we'll call them little red spots that I guess they are hives because they are itchy and inflamed and awful and it's just not a good time but I don't know I don't know what specifically makes this geared towards younger audience is I guess raspberry and spicy <sighs> it's inspired by sodas with strong fruit flavors like poppy which we saw that was a commercial for the Super Bowl yeah and I don't know it's like I I try not to drink soda. I've cut way back. Uh, every once in a while, I get some. Like when we went to the store when he first came here, we got some Dr. Pepper and Cherry Coke. And I drank mostly Cherry Coke. I had a couple of the Dr. Peppers. He drank most of the Dr. Pepper. Um, I don't know. It's just I can't have it anyways, but it's just weird to me. Um, the next thing is just a quick little touch on the Nintendo Switch game. It's a new game on the Switch that is being released later on this month of February. And it's basically like a nostalgia type of game if you grew up playing 3D platformers like Super Mario 64, Banjo-Kazooie, Conker, Donkey... <clears throat> excuse me, I hit my headset. Uh, Donkey Kong 64, uh, Rocket, Robot on Wheels, Glover, the... Jex games, I think you say that like that, and Rugrats in Paris the movie, and oh Gex, it is a new indie, three D platform. It's Gex, okay. Yeah. Three D yeah, platformer collectathon. So it's actually not being released until the very end of February on the 29th, and it's hmm. coming to the Switch for a price of 12.99, which is a reasonable price. <laughs> yeah. Like indie developer aside, like for Switch games specifically, I think they shouldn't cost as much as the PlayStation 5s and Xbox because it just doesn't bring you the same quality of graphics and performance that the other systems can. It's not what it was made for. And to try and compete with them just doesn't make sense in my mind, just like to like with the whole Mortal Kombat fiasco. The Switch wasn't made for those games. No. Anyways, um, this game is called Cavern of Dreams, and it's a surreal 3D platformer with collecting elements, and it's created in the style of the Nintendo 64 era of platforming gems, which I love. And so it's definitely going to be something that I check out once I clear some of the games that are currently on my list because I have fallen behind... Uh, kind of because he was here and also <laughs> also because chat voted that we did another playthrough of Resident Evil 6. Normally, I like with my all of my other Resident Evil play, playthroughs, I only played the main game, like the main starting, and then I just moved on. And it was actually nice seeing 
so we started with Leon and Helena's and then we moved on to Chris and Piers and it was actually really nice to see the other side of things and how it how it's happening at the same time and what they're going through in in relation to what you know the other side has been doing so um, we will probably do a test at some point to see if we can play and I can stream the uh, Sherry and Jake's side of things and uh, Ada otherwise if we can't then we can say it for the subathon or the next time he's visiting something like that I can most likely play the Ada side on my own because it was originally made for that but it is also you know you can also play with other people so we shall see speaking of a big game franchise <laughs> brings us into our last topic of the evening. <sighs> That's probably one of the better memes I've seen from that. <coughs> Other than the freshen up one, that's probably second. Uh, he, he sent me a funny of Travis Kelsey yelling at his coach <laughs> from the Super Bowl. Anyway. Quoting Taylor Swift. <laughs> Silent Hill 2. <laughs> So the dev trashes the Konami edited trailer, which doesn't reflect the spirit of the game. That's oh. wild. Like I saw this earlier. I just like most of these topics I had in my notes, but I was looking something up and this was one of my recommended things. And is which is the one good thing I like about having like, I don't know if it's specific to having an iPhone or just having Google search on my phone. It like gives me top categories of things that I have googled that I might be interested in and that's mostly where I get my topics from for the podcast is like what I'm recommended in unless there's something I know to like look into and I was just like trailer? hmm do you have the trailer in question uh no why you want me to watch scared. it yes uh let's see it's, is it listed here I don't see it in the article. That's why I asked. So, Konami handed the keys to Silent Hill 2 to a Polish developing company called Bloober Team. And they have, I guess, made a bunch of pointed comments about Konami's promotion of their Silent Hill 2 remake, or lack thereof. And... They have criticized the trailer shown during Sony's most recent state of play. So I'm going to click that and see if it shows us. Oh, yeah, here it is. Yeah. All right. Time I'm going to watch this. I'm going to mute it so you guys won't hear it and see how bad. Where is this for the... No, this is for a new Silent Hill 2 trailer. This says something about... they. So they also developed a new original free-to-play short game, Proof of Concept, <clears throat> which is currently out. And I haven't played any of the Silent Hill games, as you guys know, and this is very reminiscent of, like, Resident Evil with the puzzles and stuff but the things are much weirder <laughs> like the leg people are horrifying like the legs with like heads what's with the music i don't have the music playing so that i didn't disrupt the podcast listeners is it weird? Yeah, it doesn't fit. Alright, I'm going to play it for a snippet for you guys to hear. Music starts at one minute. <laughs> hmm. I can see where they're going with it, but it, yeah. And it, it's basically just a, it's literally... It, Basically, they were talking about the new 
free-to-play thing being the proof of concept, I feel like this was the proof of concept trailer that they threw together because it doesn't integrate any of the play styles to make sense. Like, with a good trailer, you want to have, like, actual moments, and it's just, like, quick snippets of random gameplay, and yeah. it's not very cohesive. Yeah. Like, each each fight is in a different location, but none of them are overly recognizable. Uh, so it's unfortunate because they're just the devs. They don't have any hands. They're not... So they, they were quoted saying, quite seriously, we are not responsible for the marketing side. Our partner Konami is entirely responsible for this. This trailer certainly does not reflect the spirit of the game. This is neither the spirit of what once was nor the spirit of what we are creating now. We try to fully reflect this ideal vision of the game that debuted 22 years ago we think that when players see real gameplay a real game they will evaluate it in a completely different way and i agree because this is just like random shit thrown oh. together oh my god Silent Hill 2 came out 22 years ago i guess it's kind of like oh. it puts a bad taste in your mouth for konami right because they yeah. they handed the game off to developers to do for them and then they're kind of shitting on the themselves. yeah they're kind of shitting on the developers that they trusted to do that. So, hmm. I, I don't know. Um, so, that's pretty much this week's episode. Did you have anything else that you wanted to touch upon or anything that popped in your head while we were going through anything? Or No, no, I think that was about it. Yeah, I mean... I don't think we have much else to talk about. I hope you guys had a good weekend, whether or not you watched the Super Bowl, or I hope you did something fun. Um, that's going to do it for this episode of The Batter, episode 36. I am so excited to still be doing this, and uh, let us know, whether it be in you know the comments or liking and sharing. Obviously, that gives us an impression that you guys are liking what we're doing here. And you can also comment on the the Batters podcast uh, Twitter. Um, I post there when the shows goes out, and you can obviously at me and let me know your thoughts and things like that. I do look at things regularly. If you wanna, if you have something that you want us to touch upon, you can either let me know on the Twitter or the business email has been provided in the description wherever you are listening to this. And yeah, thank you to Mr. for always being my co-host, semi-permanent co-host at this point. Um, I will be getting more people back into, you know, episodes soon. Just been, I don't know, the first of the year, you know, is just always crazy. Like, people are just, it's just different. People are busy and I'm not. And, well, yeah, he said it. <laughs> you heard it from him. <laughs> But yeah, thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to share, like, and, you know, give us all the love. We love doing this for you guys, and I'm glad that you are still enjoying us doing this. You can catch me on Twitch, where I'll be live streaming a couple of days a week. The subathon will be starting on February 24th for my birthday, so come by and, you know, have some celebratory birthday things with me whether it be a beverage or a snack or whatever and um yeah we'll see you on the next episode good night Mwah. Woo.